What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. The Palazzo Podcast. Oh my God, my board's so far away. I just realized like, I haven't done a show where I've hit buttons yet. It's all the way over there. I can't. Let's see if I can reach this button. Buttons. Utah. Give me two. There it is. Where it came through. Yeah, like, that was really you need just like a gigantic uh, button with that. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, I, but I'm in Canada right now, so this is different. Hey. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I'm downstairs. I'm in the basement. Oh, you I'm... got a nice uh, fresh bag of milk going. <laughs> <laughs> All the lunches mm. and uh, some uh, ketchup flavored potato chips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are very some popular po- here. Some poutine for supper. We did try some. I tried poutine last night. Oh. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, what? Maybe it was the one I had. I, maybe I just didn't like it. I don't know, but I was not a fan. It wasn't terrible. That's... I just didn't think like, oh, God, I have it. It was too sweet. A little too sweet for me. That's the that's the one gift my people have given to the world, the French Canadians. That's our great uh, export. Celine Dion and uh, like poutine. <laughs> Hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so here we are. We got Phil back. Phil hasn't been on the show in a while, but it's so glad that Phil has returned. He never left. He's just been a busy, busy boy. Of course, me and Benjamin Chase. Yeah, summer vacation. We'll do that to you. Me and Ben have been holding it down, though. No worries, right, Ben? We, we I think we did all right. Yeah, actually had a nice guest last week. I, I really enjoyed that one. That was a lot of fun. That was great. If you guys missed that one, please go back and check it out. All the YouTube shows are on the YouTube channel. Duh. And last week we had on Michael Rivers, and he talked about adoptaminorleaguer.com and how you can get involved and how it works. So if you have any questions, if you've been curious about it, because we have talked about it a few times on this show, Make sure you go check that episode out. It's also available in podcast form if you prefer the audio version. And, of course, make sure you're subscribing to the Discord. It's available at the Plaza Podcast. Twitter handle, 2Ls2Zs. Follow Phil on Twitter at Phil of Sports, P-H-I-L of Sports. Of course, Big Gentle Ben, Benjamin Chase. Uh, ben, do you have any new material coming out with the uh, website or with the IB 
B? I B W W A A. No, I, I kind of flooded at the start of the month there and uh, been kind of coasting since. I, I got in my uh, my story on the Native American showcase and then won right away on all of the prospects that were dealt during the deadline, which was really quite a quite an undertaking. Was a big but, one uh, this year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once I got done with that, I, I'm kind of done for August, so now I can you know take a break for the rest of the month. My kids start school mid month, so I can focus on them. You know, my kids are not going to understand what that's like, but you know that's that's okay. Um, but no, that's fine. And then yeah, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> no, just my weekly weekly thing I have coming out every week where I kind of go through who's been the top performer every month. Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this is a tribute to uh, Al Avila. Al Avila has left the Tigers organization. He's been fired, or whatever you want to call it. It's a big moment. A lot of people are excited about it. As uh, Patrick said here, Al's gone. That's right. So it's big news. And, you know, it has to at least be mentioned because it just broke about a half hour ago. He gone. I'll turn that down now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the rest they did the uh, Tigers ownership did not watch our podcast where uh, uh, Michael and I talked up Sawyer Gibson Long, and so I, they apparently yeah. thought that, that was not enough to get for the organization for <laughs> basically the entire return for their for their trade deadline uh, because that's pretty much all they got from the trade deadline. Many so, sins, yeah. many years ago. This was already this was for a oh, lot no. of mistakes, oh, for a I lot know. of trades, uh, <laughs> and just. I mean, J.D. Martinez and so many people that came back that are not, uh, what was his name, Franklin Rodriguez, was that his name? Uh, the guy that they thought was going to be solid and maybe the Verlander or the Martinez return. There's so many mistakes and bad trades, I can't remember them all, but it's worth mentioning that Al Avila is gone, and I don't think it's a rebuild. I think they're going to put together what they have here and continue forth because A.J. Hinch isn't here to do a rebuild either, so if he's staying then they're going to reformat a little bit here and hopefully figure something out for 2023 because I don't believe that this team needs a lot, which is not... I'm not trying to say that Avila did a good job, but he got some real bad breaks this year too. A lot of injuries in the pitching area. That And Eduardo Rodriguez just disappears and says he has to take care of his family. People have a lot of family issues, but they still have to go to work, okay? I know it's tough out there, and Eduardo, you're not alone, all right? So just remember that when all of this goes down. Now, Phil, real quickly, what are your thoughts on this bottom line here? I think bottom line no one will be sadder to see Al go than the rest of the AL Central. It was a nice run we had <laughs> where we didn't have to worry about the Tigers for several years. Uh, but now there's a chance that changes. Assuming the Illich uh, kid wants to spend money on the team and not on like. Well, this is the other part of this is like Chris Illich. Is, who knows how much Chris Illich fiddled and screwed around behind the scenes and told Avila exactly what he could and could not do. Yeah. I think that's a really important part of this. Avila takes the fall. He's the scapegoat. But you have no idea right now, very few people do anyways, about what exactly Illich did behind the scenes, Ben. And uh, Ben, do you think there's any possible candidates? I mean, I know you focus on the players a lot in the minor leagues, but is there any executives or people around baseball that you've heard that could be good GM candidate replacements? You know, the guy who I always, who, uh, gosh darn it, why, why am I blanking on his, it's not popping into my brain right now. The guy who's a, uh, 
in consideration for the Philly job, there uh, is a former big league outfielder. Oh. Was kind of a oh, uh, fold. Yeah, there we go. And oh, there's, yeah. he's, he's he was linked of, to the job for manager when the manager job was open, wasn't yeah. he? Sam Fold. Sam Fold, and, and, yeah. Uh, there's That's a lot idea. of folks who really think he's got a future in a front office. I don't know if he's a Tigers sort of guy that they're going to want to bring him in. That's kind of the one guy I've known around the game that people are saying that's a future GM. Otherwise, really the way the game is going, it's going to be someone with a Ivy League degree who can spew out a whole bunch of stats at you and that's who's <laughs> going to take over as in that role and that's for better or worse, that's where things are going. That's why when they talked with Eddie Adrianza and he got traded to the Braves, and one part of his interview was, I'm going to Miami-Dade College right now while I'm playing in season to get a degree because I want to become a GM someday. That was really cool to me because a lot of players don't talk about that. They don't want – I mean, you don't hear that from players that – idea of going that line everyone talks about bench roles you know gm to eventually become a manager you don't hear the front office stuff anymore because so many players anymore they see that as that's where the nerds live you know (laughs) and so (laughs) i mean it's cool to hear a player with that kind of an idea so yeah. yeah for sure okay well there it is uh you guys can continue to talk about it in the live chat here and we'll pop your questions in or any of your commentary, if it feels like it's appropriate to the show. Uh, Anthony is late. Of course you are. Hi, Anthony. Hello, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Just Bob says, in his opinion, if Judge leaves New York, he's going west to San Francisco because earlier in the chat, Judge to the Tigers is what Just Bob said, which is funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Very funny. Uh, all right. So without further ado, we're only eight minutes in the show. And we're going to get to the rest of it. For you, it's for our Discorders. You guys are so hardcore, so loyal, so knowledgeable. There's so much that so much of every single one of you bring to that world, (laughs) that community. It's awesome. So we're just going to go off the questions that you guys have thrown into the questions for the show channel. And uh, we're going to go right back to when Ben first posted about it here. Let's see. I want to make sure. Yeah, that was that day. So Christian Crespo had one. One prospect to buy before the trade. Oh, wait, no, that was before the trade deadline. Wait a minute. One prospect to buy before trade deadline that could be thrown into deals for free. Oh, he's talking like fantasy deadlines. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, guys, one prospect to buy before the fantasy trade deadlines in your leagues that could be thrown into deals for free. Anybody that you think of off the top of your head, either one of you, a prospect to throw into your deal at your fantasy league's trade deadline for free. Well, Christian mentioned it kind of in part with his question that he had just recently acquired Sixto. And a guy like that who's fallen off real big is a really good idea, um, but still has the talent. Somebody who's fallen off big due to injury um, or someone who's recently been injured and is going to be out. Um, So the two that kind of popped in my brain for those reasons were Max Meyer or Brennan Davis. Ooh. Those two would, to me, be guys that you might be able to sneak into a trade for almost nothing and could really return some big big numbers for you. Philly? Uh, you know a guy I got 
this was kind of a challenge trade thing, but Royce Lewis, same kind of idea because he was hurt. I did wind up pulling the trigger on a Grayson Rodriguez for Royce Lewis straight up. Take the injured pitcher mm. and send him off for an injured hitter and then see what happens. <laughs> but I thought about it. And we always <laughs> say pitcher uh, hitters over pitchers, so bats over arms. Who knows what's going on we with do. the shoulder? So we do say that, that Royce's don't we? injury is great, but uh, so hey, give it a give it a roll. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should cost you a whole lot to get Royce right now because he's going to be out until this time next year, maybe mid July, late July. So yeah, that's a bummer. Sadly, yeah. Yeah, he was Poor he guy. was getting hot too. Yeah, I'm sorry, he'll be back. Oh, by the way, uh, Christian is done with his season there. The Appalachian League, so he's saying I can finally tune in consistently now. That's right. Hey. He also does his own. Yeah, Excellent. how about that? He also does his own work over at Triple Play Fantasy Network. We can watch his show. Him and Marty Tallman talking about prospects. Same thing we're doing here. So let's make sure to support his show, just like he supported ours. And uh, maybe he'll have some more thoughts on what he learned as a Ridge Runners coach in the Appalachian League this summer. Very cool stuff. Yeah, I got to go on the All show right. with Marty and Christian one time. That was a blast. Oh, well, that is a blast. That's a real hoot nanny. That's a holler and a hoot nanny. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's a hol- yeah. shindig. Uh, a shindig. That's quite the shindig. Let's see. Who should I go with next year? Um, boy, this is a uh, detailed one, but he deserves it. Let's go with Aaron. Aaron Fantasy T-Ball. Aaron Fantasy T-Ball. He's a funny dude to follow on Twitter. He's Grandpa Ron on Twitter. If you've ever seen Grandpa Ron videos, that's him. Very good stuff. Background. We keep two prospects per team, and they remain eligible to be kept until they hit 200 plate appearances in MLB. They have to be promoted at that point. Very intricate here. Could only acquire during our annual draft. I have Corbin Carroll, but we'll promote him and draft a new guy for March 2023. Any prospect or two that should make great strides in 2023, but stay under that 200 MLB plate appearance level that ideally gets promoted in 2024. You guys understand all that? Because that's, yeah. I think it's pretty clear. We're looking for a guy who is hot, big, could blow up in 2024. It'll stay under 200 plate appearances in 2023. I'm going to, I hope I don't butcher Shelly's last name, but Shelly Vergas Strait, I believe. Vera Strait. It's just Vera Strait. Yeah. Vera Strait. Shelly made a really good point. You guys have to remember this that uh, Rookie of the Year winner will win their team uh, draft pick now, right? Mm-hmm. So when thinking about those caps, um, I was thinking about it with Gunnar Henderson because I was looking at Gunnar Henderson the other day. The Orioles probably want to keep him Rookie of the Year eligible for next year because they yeah. can win the team a draft pick. So a player like that real high end might not come up until the very end of the season. Um so I'm trying to think of a guy like I'm thinking maybe Ellie is the first guy that popped. Ellie De La Cruz is the first guy that popped in my head, where he might not break camp with the team, but he could be in a position to be good enough to play in the bigs next year. But they might keep him down uh, in appearance wise, um, so he should stay under that 200 PA. So that mm-hmm. would be a great one if if that can work out, and if he's still available, I guess in your league too. But mm-hmm. hmm. what about you, Ben? Well. Honestly, one of the guys I thought of in this line of thought was actually promoted today. I didn't think there was any chance he would make a debut this early, but Von Grissom was actually one that was kind of in my Ah, my thought line here. A guy that would probably get a look 
second half of next year is depending on what they did with Dansby and the shortstop position in the offseason this year. But holy cow, they're popping him right now. Um, the guy who I really wild. think would be an interesting guy to follow is how the Giants handle Marco Luciano. They are very old on the left side of the infield. And yeah, he's going to definitely start at double A next year. He comes out really doing well. Crawford or or Longoria, it gets hurt, and he's playing well in double A. He could be the guy that they bring up, and he could, you know, get you some good at bats, but maybe not quite get that 200, you know. So, um, that's that type of a guy that could get up there, fill in for a, an injured guy for and get his feet wet enough, just enough to kind of let you know that, hey, this is this is the type of guy you want, but. So that's definitely a guy I'd follow pretty hard on that type of a question. What do you guys think of, is Zach Veen fit this profile or will he get too much run next year? The The nice part so. with a, a guy like that, the only issue you got is you have a team like the Rockies, they're going nowhere. If he's, if he comes mm-hmm. up and he's going to get a little double A run to end the year this year. Yep. If he really shows out in double A this year, they got no reason to hold him back. They really have nobody in front of him in their system to hold him back. And, you know, right now there's nobody in the big leagues that's going to stop him from taking that center field job. So, and as bad as that team is, why wouldn't they just run him out there every single day and say, hey, here's our future star. Come see him at the ballpark because what else are you going to bring fans to course Field with, you know? come see our future superstar, you know, I understand we're probably going to trade him away in six years, but, you know, come see him now. Uh, but this is, you know, and we're going to get a bag of donuts for him, but that's okay. That's, <laughs> you know, we'll put some sugar on the donuts. You'll like them. The Rockies um, always think they're better than they are, though. The Rockies always think they're in it. They Right now, they're leading off Charlie Blackman. He's taken over as the leadoff guy. Like, they think, hey, well, we're here. We're, here. we're there. We're, I, I'm telling you, it's just bizarre. I agree with what you're saying, but they don't live in reality. And I think we all know that. Well, what was the comment at the deadline? Well, yes, everybody else made trades, but we were the only team that actually extended someone and showed that we cared and (laughs) wanted to keep contending. Never mind that the Braves Braves extended Riley and the Padres extended Musgrove on the same exact day that they extended Bart. (laughs) So, like, Apparently, they don't get MLB Network in in, in Colorado. Yeah. I, I just, well, they live I, in their own bubble. It's very obvious. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> do you guys know, this is from Anthony, no troll here, he says, who is Khalil Rosario from the Twins organization? I got him as a throw-in at my deadline, and I have no idea who he is. Khalil Rosario. Well, oh, now no. you're making me look him up because Khalil I don't know Rosario. if that's. That's got to be Jason like the Rosario? deepest cut ever. If you don't know him, well, I mean, it's no, got to be the deepest the, cut ever. Just, oh, okay. I was like, that spelling looks, I'm like, I don't know that that's correct spelling. There's okay, an H in there? Yeah. No, it was, he was their pick in, in uh, 20, their fifth round pick in 2020s from Hawaii. And oh. I was, I wrote about him when he was drafted. He is one of those guys, He because he's from Hawaii, not a lot of folks knew much about him. 
but the twins really liked. They thought he could be a kind of a little bit of a power speed type of guy. He's filled out a little faster than they thought he would, but um, there's definitely some power there. But he swings and misses an awful lot too. Just he's an interesting guy for sure. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So Okay. Khalil Rosario. There it is, Anthony. I hope you enjoyed that analysis. Let's go back to the questions here. We're doing Discord questions from our Discord channel, which is called Questions for Today's Guest or, you know, show questions. You can pop them in here anytime you want. Join the Discord for free by going to Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's at the top of the feed. It's pinned there. And if you want to go even further, the Patreon is available. Last night, I did a quick toasty. My five hitters who are toasty. Five hitters to fade. And uh, I will tell you that one of them, a little teaser here, the rest you got to pay three bucks for at least. One of them was uh, Hunter Dozier. I just feel like things aren't working out anymore. So, although he hasn't, he's hit like one home run in the last 30 days. It's not great. So maybe that's like a, too deep of a play. You know, I do have some shallower plays beyond that, but you got to check out what they are by joining the Patreon. All available at the Plaza Podcast Twitter handle, two L's, two Remember, Z's. uh, Speaking of Royals, speaking of Royals and Royals prospects, we did have a talk on the show at one point about Prado versus Pasquatino. Yeah, and I had to laugh. I had to laugh watching the game last night when they both of them hit a home run. <laughs> Dude, in the same they're game, they're both good. They're both good. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why. Uh, I mean, Pasquatino's numbers got him up there quicker, and Prado had to wait a little bit longer. But once the Royals unleashed their reality of a lack of vaccinations. Prado got his chance, hit a home run that weekend, his first in MLB. And then they're like, well, I mean, let's get this guy up here regular. He's good. And I actually yeah. traded him in my home league at the trade deadline because we have eight keepers. I wasn't going to keep Prado, so I figured I might as well get something for him. But I really I really felt bad about it because it's an OBP league, too, and that's where Prado really is. He shines the most. Yeah. Pass Cortino, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I told my friend John in that league, shout out to you, uh, John. I'd hit the shout out button if I could. Shout. There, I'll just mimic it. Shout. Uh, John, I told him he was going to be good. And he's like, who the hell is Vinny Pasquantino? I'm like, what? You've, you're the only guy on the internet who's never heard of Vinny P, apparently. <laughs> Shocking news to me. 
And if you're in a league that rewards future former Little League World Series participants, I mean, Prado's definitely your guy. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Isn't, the, uh, isn't that going down this month, Little League World Series? It's about yeah. that time of year. Yeah, I've seen some good, really, funny. Really right. fun highlight from, what, yesterday or the day oh, before? Oh, yeah. The, the kid who got plunked in the head and on a, it was a qualifier yeah, was game. And he went over and hugged the pitcher who plunked him in the head because the pitcher was really shook up. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. You like to that's see a, that. There's still moment. hope. See, there's still hope, folks. Uh, let's go with Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole. We don't know who Bob Dole really is. Uh, very active, though. And I, for one, some people think he's a little caustic, but I love his personality. I think he brings a fresh perspective. Him and Chad. They're going to do their own show one day. I haven't seen Chad today. I don't know. Chad must be busy. It's summer vacation and all that. But uh, Bob Dole had a bunch of questions. I can't do all of them. <laughs> I, I thought I would try to do a couple real quickly with you guys. How about this? Uh, Bob Dole says this. How do you figure out relative value in a new league? That's a tough one. Relative. Like uh, like who's... Well, the first thing, first thing you want to do is get a calculator and put all the league settings into the, into the, into the calculator, like the fan graphs one or uh, baseball prospectus has a really good one called the X, which is what I subscribe to BP for pretty much just to use that thing. <clears throat> but you can put all your league scoring settings into mm-hmm. the calculator and then it'll mm-hmm. spit out a dollar value and you can use projections for it or just to get a feel on stuff. You can even look at past seasons and say, all right, what would have this guy would have would have, what would he have made me in this league last year? And that should give you a good idea if there's any kind of weird setting that you don't appreciate off the bat. And then we've all definitely been in leagues like that before. I was in one where relievers were like super overpowered. It was just the way the scoring settings worked, um, hmm. and I didn't realize it. But like a middle reliever was better than a starting pitcher generally. So uh, took me a season to figure that out, but the calculator would have shown me. And I think this this kind of ends up tying in with one that we have, you know, and I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here, but I know that um, Christian did end up asking a little bit about um, if you're just starting a dynasty, when do you kind of make your decision as far as going all, you know, prospects or win now or things like that. I think yep. this kind of ties in too, you know, in your draft, you know, you're going to be able to read how the room is going, you know, as far as kind of figuring out the relative, you know, how your league is going to run. If you're in a league where three rounds in the BA, you know, top 100 is halfway gone. Yeah. You kind of know what you're, what you're seeing and Hey, maybe you, you can zig when you, I mean, always zig when everyone else is zagging and like, I think it's a really good idea. Stop soon. Two, three rounds in, start looking around and going, hey, looks like everybody else is going after top prospects. And there's a whole bunch of 33-year-old guys who are still really stinking good. If I go and get those guys, I'm going to win two or three championships in this league before I have to worry about minor leaguers. And they can have all their guys that are sitting in A and double A, and I can win. Um, <laughs> there he is. I, good to You're see you. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and on the flip side, if everybody's out getting all the top 
you know, the, let's say the Freddie Freemans of this world that are, you know, 33, you know, 35 and, and yeah, they still have plenty of talent left, but they're obviously going for a win now mode. Well then maybe you go, okay, well, I'm a few years in, I'm going to go for everyone I'm going for is 25 and under. I'm going to get my share of major league guys, but I'm going to shoot for, I may not win this year, but I'm going to be a really strong contender over the next, you know, two three years down the line. Because let's be honest, a lot of dynasty leagues, three, four years down the road, they're either, they've cycled through a lot of the the managers or they're flat out dead. I mean, startup oh, wow. leagues, I mean, you could just be gone. So Phil knows yep. a lot about that. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's also yep. good to go win. To yeah, is this true? It's always good to go win now early on too because you never know how long a league will last. That's yep. what Dom Caboose Definitely. says. People that. like drafting dynasty leagues more than they like managing them. I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Joe says, <laughs> I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, sorry, Govi has got. A, I got a quick question for you, but I'll just text it to you. Apparently, I, <laughs> I I flashed my number in the Discord yesterday, and Joe immediately texted me. So you guys are all welcome to do so. I mean, I I didn't mean to do it. It was in the Slack profile that I shared in that picture. So I take responsibility <laughs> for that, Phil. That's on check me. your texts. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, real quick, Chad wants to know, Vaughn Grissom auditioning to be the everyday shortstop next year. Phil. Oh, that's a Ben. That's a Ben question. I do have Vaughn Grissom, I think, in two leagues, but only because of Ben. So <laughs> uh, I don't have him in the league we're in together. Nope, because I do. <laughs> I, I really like Grissom's offensive profile. But defensively, I think he is a third baseman or a corner outfielder. Um, he's got – if we knew for sure the shift was never going to be messed with, I could see him being an average shortstop at the major league level. Yeah. But I don't know that he plays an average shortstop if they do anything to take away shifting. And okay. – the Braves do a lot of times where they leave Dansby all by himself on that side of the infield. And there's no way that Grissom can cover that. And that's a going to be a big issue because Dansby can cover a lot of that ground. They leave him by himself over there and left-handed guys can't just poke a ball over down the third baseline because he can keep him to a single. I mean, he runs that sucker down a lot of times. It's, you know, it's impressive to watch. They they are trying to build an organization through pitching. They aren't going to go for a lower level defender. Um, so I really believe, honestly, it's an audition for his bat. Oh. And they are, they have Dan's going to be a free agent this year. Trey Turner is has some very good relate has a very good relationship with the coaching staff in Atlanta and has a very good relationship with the front office in Atlanta and has always beaten the sh out of Atlanta and so one of those if you can't beat him sign him um, so but he has been a guy that they have focused on for a number of years saying when he you know when he came available last year for trade. They didn't need a shortstop or a second baseman, and they still made an offer on him. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a guy that team really wants in hand. 
I could that see was them. in division too, though. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, no. Right. And so I, I could see them auditioning Grissom for a potential left field spot, save some money by having him on the minimum, and mm-hmm. then you bring in a guy. You know, you can either re-sign Dansby for the contract he wants, or you can go out and you can get a Trey Turner. So that could be exactly what they're trying to do is see, hey, is this guy going to be cheap enough to where we can essentially run two guys on the minimum in Harris and Grissom side by side in the outfield next to Acuna and then bring in a, a stud shortstop. That's true. On big contract. So I think uh, this is an audition for his bat, not for the shortstop job. Okay. Uh, Phil, what about this one? Do we expect Cap to make the Baseball America Top 100 Prospects next season? C-A-P-P-E. Cape? I don't know how we say it. I oh, never yiddy. looked up the pronunciation. Yiddy. yiddy Cape. Um, I don't know. Maybe 50-50. Uh, maybe because BA is more of a baseball list as opposed to, well, it's not a fantasy list at all. So, yeah, it could, mm-hmm. it could, I'd say it's a 50 50 shot that he could spring up there. I could see it. Oh, Chad's breaking news on the show here. Peyton Battlefield has been called up by the Guardians. Looks like they might use him to replace Karen Check because they're headed to Toronto. So, we're going to find out who's on the list, who's not on the list, who's the doorman in Toronto letting people in and out. I think you probably knew Karen Jack was not going to be on the I get to go to Toronto list before the season started. That guy's like, what a moron that guy is. He's, yeah, is he a re- he's I didn't know he's such a moron. Crazy. I really didn't. Oh, my he, God. He's he can throw baseball kid. hard, you know. I, I throw baseball hard. I have zero brain. Um, <laughs> I throw but, baseball yeah, hard. I can throw it, and he can throw a lot. He can throw it hard, especially when it's uh, – sticky stuff all over his hands but once that one oh well he figured it out either he's got back on the stuff or he figured something else out i'm not sure exactly what that is so. <laughs> um battenfield i believe well at least I'll, when i did my weekend report or my report this weekend he was the minor leagues innings leader and he has been for a lot of the year he's not had exactly a holy crap statistical season otherwise but He's taken the ball every single time, and he's gone out, and he's given them distance every single time out. So, I mean, that's got some value. And if you're going up to Toronto and you're going to need an extra arm, there's that's got some value to Cleveland right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, 21 wow, starts, 121 innings. 120 innings already. Wow. I would hit the wow dude button there too, but it's over there. I got to figure this situation out. I still got so much. I got two monitors set up though. It's pretty badass. It's uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Thank you, Canada. Thank you for this. Uh, real quick before we go, I want to hit a couple real quick hitters here. Cause we're already out of time. Bob Dole says, how do you choose the emotes that you use in the general updates? Uh, I just click the say hello button and it just throws one up. That's all it is. When someone comes in the general updates channel in the Discord, it says a new arrival has appeared, and I just click welcome, and something shows up. <laughs> also, how are you so fast on the soundboard? Uh, you know, the soundboard is preset, and it's been ingrained in my brain for a couple of years now, so I pretty much know where each button is, and I know what we have available. And I can also search it by typing real quickly in the search bar in this dialog box I have. So if I'm like, uh, let's see, someone's talking about uh, work. I can type in the word work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when someone offers you a trade, what is the first thing you check? This is the last one we'll do. What is the first thing that you guys check when someone offers you a trade? Strike out, strike out minus walk. Both ways, probably. Mm. Actually, probably power for bats, but 
close. It's a close second. I look at what I need. I look at what I need first. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, but (laughs) that too. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) I mean, for a lot of it, I, I mean, I'll do. I'll go and click on the player just if I if I don't know, but just check to see if there's something on. Like if you go into fan tracks, you can click on and see if there's any news breaking that I haven't caught. <laughs> That's almost always one of the first things I do is I click on, okay, so why am I being offered this guy? What's what's going, you know, why is this trying guy? to flush this turd past me? And then, you know, if, if somebody's asking for my particular guy, unless, you know, it's like, hey, somebody wants Juan Soto? Weird. No, uh, <laughs> but, you know, if somebody's, somebody's, you know, coming after some random, you know, bullpen guy that i have for holds and suddenly they're really after him hmm did somebody's closer just go down and i don't know about it yet and i'm about to trade him away for a you know a b minus prospect well no that's no, true. we're not going to do that yeah. so yeah. that's always kind of the first thing i do is make sure that there's nothing i missed on the newswire that you know life sometimes gets away so that's a good point. That's a good point. I got one more I want to ask real quick because he never asked of, or, or she, I don't know who this person is, but it's Carp. Carp from our Discord channel. Carp, thanks for asking this question, and we welcome the questions from everybody. We got some from Dad Sox, Bob Dole, a lot of you guys. I already appreciate that and mentioned some of the other names. What are some of stri- some trade strategies or tips for trying to add talent via free agency in deep leagues? I went all in this year in a deep league, and injuries have ended my playoff chances. So I'm looking towards next year, but the wire is barren and trading is hard without giving up too much talent. I don't want to blow up my team, but that seems to be the only option as opposed to waiting three more years for another run. So what would you say to Carp here, uh, Phil? Any any advice for Carp? Not trying to blow up your team, but you want to add some free agent pickups in a deep league? That's pretty hard to do, especially if it's a dynasty league. Yeah, uh, not necessarily free agents, but I do like to try and trade for draft picks first year player draft picks a lot of times people just throw away later ones like fourth or fifth round type of stuff so if you get a bunch of them together you can do two things with them number one you can pick a lot of the late flyer types because people haven't done their homework on on the draft guys as well as pro- existing prospects that's for, for certain and then number two sometimes you can package those and move up like if you have a guy you really want you can put like three picks together and move up to get them or move up to grab a veteran you think is gonna be good so That's in a very deep league. I do that frequently. Um, And then, you know, if you can make yourself do the fab every single week, that helps. Have a spot, have your spots, mark your guys that are red that you know that you want to churn those minor leaguers out. So constantly be reevaluating the edges of your roster, that type of thing. Ben, quickly, anything on this? I would check the injured list on your free agency wire because a guy like, for instance, a James Paxton, um, you know, yeah, he's always injured, but what happens if he comes back and he's this, you know, a stud for April and May, and you could flip him for a really good return that carries you to a championship, you know, or look for some of those guys that might be injured right now that might've been dropped this year because they were going to be out all year, you know, Chris Sale, uh, but no, you know, <laughs> he's got to learn how to ride a bike first. Uh, but oh, you know man. that's Jesus. But look for guys like that who are expected to be back next year, or sometimes even the guys that you know aren't going to be back until May or June, and you're willing to hold on to that spot till May or June. Good call. Because yeah. that could be a very valuable 
you know, picking them up, you know, they come back May or June, you've suddenly got a huge burst to your lineup that Mm -hmm. you didn't have to go out and trade for mid year next year. So looking for the, you know, going through that injured list is not a bad move. If you're already out of things, you can just hold that guy under your roster. Great call. All right. Well, that's it, guys. We got to leave it at that. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of laughs. A lot of fun. Good times, noodle salad. Sometimes uh, things go your way. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you eat the bar. Sometimes the bar eats you. What I do know is we love you guys doing live chat commentary. We had so many more questions in here that we just couldn't get to. We'll table them for next time, I assure you. In fact, there was a great one about now that Avil is fired from Chad, will the prospects be called up more quickly or less quickly now? Like, will Torque just stay down in the minors rest of the year because they feel like they don't need to rush him? Did Avila rush Torque up because he was thinking about his job? Who the hell knows? There's so many variables in there. It's very exciting. And we'll try to cover more of that next week. We love doing the show. Phil of Sports on Twitter, P-H-I-L. Big Gentle Ben on Twitter. Follow Ben there, please. MJ Govier, Plausible Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Of course... If you want to get the show experience when we're not on the air, you go over to the Discord. It's all free. The link is at the top of the feed pinned to the Twitter handle of the Plaza Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. That's it. Thanks, everybody. The power of prospects is a curious thing. Make a person trade everything for a king. Wander Franco is your one true love. For a prospect, you'll trade all the Sometimes, but it might just save your life. That's the power of prospects. That's the power of prospects. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.